0: Good morning. morning. May we love the Lord just the same as He loved us and love Him more and more. Well, you can see I'm going to use a chair today. I'm going to tell you, this winter I have been blessed, shall we say, with the sciatica. And it's so painful. Today, this week has been so painful and Sylvia said you should my wife, she said, "You should sit." I said, "No, I'd like, I'd like, I like to preach while standing." She said, "Wait, I, I can't really. Ah, thank you, Alan." So pray that it will not get worse. It's getting worse. Well, that's my intro today. <laughs> then I would like to thank. Ginny, this song brings tears to my eyes. Ginny, thank you. She has to go uh, home because uh, Jessica is not doing well today. So let's keep praying for her. Apart from this, I want to bring something on my heart that has been going on for quite some time. but, But it encouraged me more to talk about it last Sunday when Dean spoke and we ended up with a song that uh, says uh, what is it? Revival, right? Revival. Revive, revive us again. And Lord, I said what? How can be revived again? And then I looked at, a, at my Bible and long time ago I underlined a few lines in 2 Kings, 2 Kings, chapter 22 and 23. I'm not going to read them uh, all because uh, it will take all the time. And we have little kids, and uh, I don't want to bore you kids, but uh, we'll try and make it quick. Um, Chapter 22. And it took a man and a king to start a revival. Revive us again. Second Kings chapter twenty two. I made some notes here so and I timed myself so I won't bore you today, but I hope it will affect each and every person here today. Uh, and I titled my message, Revival of a Nation, or a Nation Revived, 2 Kings 22, and you can find the same story in 2 Chronicles chapter 34 and 35, 2 Kings 22 and 23, and 2 Chronicles, Second Chronicles Thirty-four and thirty-five. I'll read few verses because to read them all will take all the time. Few verses. It's a story about a king. Josiah, his name. Josiah was eight years old when he became king. Eight years old, and he reigned thirty-one years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jedida, the daughter of. Adiah of Boschath. He did right in the sight of the Lord and walked in all the way of his father David, nor did he turn aside to the right or to the left. I stop here. Here's A young what boy? And he became king at the age of eight. He was the grandson of Manasseh. Manasseh one of the wicked kings of Judah. During his reign the nation was flooded with idolatry and immorality. The worship of Baal was restored in a land that was filled with sorcerers, mediums, and star worshippers. Violence reigned. The temple of God was neglected. The king and the people had heard the prophet's words from of old, but they rebelled against the God of their fathers. The king was wicked, as we said. And then along came Josiah. He was eight years old, as we said. He was crowned king. And he reigned 31 years, as I read. He was a godly king who turned the nation around. A godly king who turned the nation around and started a great revival beginning by himself, setting the high example of what a man of God ought to be. We hear many stories about preachers coming to towns and preachers conducting big revival meetings. And I've heard that since I, I grew up, was, well, I was young, and I was hoping all the time that one day I will attend one of these revival meetings to experience this revival they're talking about. I went to some and I was in uh, in a here in Oakland, a long time ago, what was it, 45 years ago maybe, uh, okay, in Oakland, and I attended one or two of his meetings to see what revival is. And you know, I heard preaching, I heard the call to come to Jesus. And then, you know, as you leave the meeting, you forget about these things. Until I read this story. It doesn't mention any revival there. But it mentions one thing. That this king, from early childhood, he dedicated himself to God. And he decided that I am going to rebuild this nation. Revival is rebuilding. And it dawned on me what this king did. And I was asking myself, can God send a revival to our nation, to our church, to the churches that are scattered all over our nation? Yes, He can. But it has to start with me. It has to start with us. Oh, we're going to a revival meeting. Well, is it a show? Or to listen to at that time, Billy Graham, or a well-known speaker, and how it's going to affect me. And this king, this king, he did not call on the nation first. He started himself in chapter 23, and verse 3, it says, listen to that, and the king stood by the pillars and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep His commandments and His testimonies and His statutes with with all His hearts. Where does revival start? In the heart. It starts in our hearts. We don't pray that send a revival. We used to sing a, a, little, a little chorus send a great revival in my soul. send a great revival in my soul. Let the Holy Spirit come and take control and send a great revival in my soul. and then we leave the place and forget about it. Not this king, not this king at all. He made a covenant. To carry out the words of this covenant that were written in the book and all the people entered into the covenant. It started with the king first. And if you pray, I say, Adol, I hear you. If we need to be revived, it starts at the top. You cannot preach to the people and say, hey, you need to be revived. You need to come back to God. We need to rebuild, okay? And you yourself is not involved. It takes involvement by the leaders first. And if we want God to revive us again, we've been hit for two years, over two years. We lost some people. Some people had to travel, go to another state. And may the Lord bless them all. Some people, they are not back coming to church yet. But we pray that they will come back to church. This is the time for a revival. And that revival starts with me, Lord. And this is why. He made a covenant. Then he invited the people. And in front of them, He invited the people to enter into this covenant or to enter into this dedication before the Lord. Lord, we want to rebuild altogether. Brothers, sisters, we need to start rebuilding. He did not stop there. He called the high priest. He called those people who are serving in the temple. He said, I want you to go and check how much money we have so we can spend it and rebuild the temple. We're not calling for money. The Lord kept sending it. You have been so generous and may the Lord bless you all. We're calling for each and everyone to start rebuilding where he or she. When Nehemiah, when Nehemiah wanted to build the wall, he went and inspected. The wall was in shambles, burnt, gone. But you know what he did? I am going to rebuild the wall. No, he called on the people responsible for in, in Jerusalem, the mayor and all everybody, the governor. And he said, you know how we can build the wall and we can build it in No time. So what what do you suggest? He said, each one of you will build in front of his house. If his house is how many yards, I don't know. Build that in front of your house. And they started building. Each person, each person. Nehemiah chapter 3, read it. Read it and you you will be enthused. You will be encouraged. We don't say let the, let the uh, elders do this. Or, or, you've heard about it if, you, if you've been to another church. Let's form a building committee. Oh, uh huh. Barb, let's form a building committee. We, have a committee, to form a committee. <laughs> we don't form a committee to form a committee. Then, then, everything will be lost. No, it starts with the top people. Let us rise and start building. On my heart, on my heart, I talked to the elders, and thank God uh, we were talking together in our hearts that we need to restart the meetings also. That's Rebuilding. It's been two years and three months. We need to work. And it's not the elders. We don't don't have any other committees. Thank God. Otherwise we'll be lost. Let's jump and say, what can I do? I know you you want to do things. How many people came to me? When do we start doing something? We need to start our Bible studies. Our prayer meeting. Our men luncheons on Thursday. And pretty soon May is coming upon us. Are we going to have uh, picnics? I can tell you. The way we're going, it looks like it, that we're going to have picnics. And this is what he did. Regardless of the sins of the people, the Lord started working in, the, in Judah, in the nation there. Can God, now my question to you, can God send a revival first to our church? Yes or no? Are we willing? Amen. Can He send a revival to our nation? Yes, He can. And may the Lord help us. Yes, God can. Then what should we do? I read a quote from Dr. Graham Scroggy. He wrote, there never has been a spiritual revival which did not begin with an acute sense of sin. We are never prepared for a spiritual advance or revival until we see the necessity of getting rid of that which has been hindering it. And that, in the sight of God, is sin. Is there a sin that we should shed off? Is there anything in our lives, that I'm saying yours, we're all together in our lives that we have to go to God, confess it, leave it at his feet, and start forward. We need rebuilding. We need to start rebuilding and rebuilding now. And this is what God bless him, what Josiah did. When he heard, he said, uh, that chief of priest, Helkiah, when he said, what did you find? He said, hey, we were just working in the rubbles. We were trying to, to clean uh, the disaster that we have in the temple itself. And then we found a book. So what did he say? Read it to me. And when he came and read the book guess what happened? The king tore his clothes. Repented. Went before God. Confessed his sins. And called about his, his leaders. He said we are sinners. We have sinned against God. There is no temple. Let's rebuild it. And you know what? There was no revival like that. Like what happened to that nation in the days of Josiah. Why? Because he called on the people and the people responded. He took action. At 20 years of age, he began to destroy the idols. Amen. Do we have any idols? Let me, let's let be honest and straightforward. Do we have any idols in our lives? This is a call for action. This is a call from God to start the building. He just... In Second in Kings 23, 3 to 8, he says, he calls the priests, he calls the prophets, and all the people, small and great. And he read in their hearing the words of God that they found in the book that was lost. What was lost? The word of God. The law of the nation was lost. And we are thankful for him and for that call he made. You know, as I said, repentance starts from the top. Our elders, it's a call for you. Our deacons, the members of our church, as I said before, we don't need to form a committee. We need to rise. We need to take our responsibilities. And hopefully, when May hits, we will be functioning as a church the way we were before. Amen? Amen. We should do that. We should do that. The king prayed. And he was heard. And God blessed him. So, where should the revival start? I might be repeating myself, but it should start with ourselves, our households, our families, then the people around us. And you know what? Maybe the church in general. Hopefully we got it and we know what God wants us to do. But the church in general has lost its main goal and went along with the world. Our pulpits are no more proclaiming the word of God. So sad. Instead, we hear a mixture of political and Christians. We are living in a dangerous cycle and are on the brink, I say it, with fear of a nuclear war. And you know what? The churches all over, I hope not some of them, maybe many. I don't know. You know, they are still playing with words. We want the word of God to come from our pulpits. Clear. Clear. And what are we to preach from the pulpits? What are we to preach? Jesus Christ and Him crucified, period. Enough essays, enough philosophy, enough psychology, enough the opinions of men. If we want to support our preaching, let's say the word of God says so, period. Nothing else. Paul said, if I preach to please men, I am not. A servant of Jesus Christ. Someone asked the great evangelist, Gypsy Smith, how can we have a revival? The wise old preacher replied, take a piece of chalk. Chalk, okay. And draw a circle on the floor. Then step inside the circle and pray. Lord, send a revival inside the circle. Time to rebuild. Nehemiah, and it's not going to be easy, but the Lord is with us. And if our Lord is with us, our Lord is with us. What she, who can be against us? They came against Nehemiah. There were three, three men. They came to, to bother him on a daily basis and to discourage him. And guess what? He answered them two things. He never cared. He answered them with two things. In Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse 20. And let me tell you what he told them. The God of heaven will give us success. Nehemiah, you didn't start yet. He said, the God of heaven will give us success. Therefore, we, his servants, will rise and build. Let's join our hearts together. Our forces together. It's time to come back to church. It's time to rebuild. It's time then, then as I said before, then revival comes. It's not, it's not in printing things and send it outside for people to say, we have a revival meeting. No. We have a meeting for the people to come and worship and honor God and repent, repent. Amen? Amen. And the God of heaven will give us success. And we, his servants, will rise and build. Let's pray. Our Father, help us as a church. To continue and heed the call you called us to come and serve you and worship you and be be honest in our lives. To live for you, Lord. And from our pulpit will be the word of God and nothing else. Help us, Lord. Lord. To honor you. We might not have more days to live or more months. Maybe some years. We don't know. We know one thing. The world is aflame. And we have to seize this opportunity. And start saving souls. And start rebuilding like Nehemiah. Like this king, Josiah. And the Lord bless him, and he will bless us. Be with us for the rest of the day. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen. The meeting is over. May the Lord be with you and bless you. And don't forget, we are rebuilding. And we will have success. Amen. God bless you.